With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Warnout, a privateer press podcast. I'm Locke, he's Um, Caster, and today will be another newscast. newscast? Um, Um... of all news is 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 my birthday was on the 7th and i am now 30 that is a thing that is a thing yeah that's that's news <laughs> like i mean and nobody seemed to care there were some people like two there's a few more than two. Ooh, two people cared <laughs> my birthday always sucks okay um beyond my whining what do you want to start with news-wise? There's a lot of news. There is a lot of news. So, um, very first up, uh, since the event has ended, but I say, I feel it is still worthy of getting the information out there. Um, in March, there was an event held for Monster Apocalypse, And I apologize we weren't covering it closer because I don't look at Monster Apocalypse regularly. Neither does Locke here. So we weren't really aware, but there was an event going on where the uh, player base would vote on their favorite uh, kaiju. Then uh, there would be basically a battle royale of the votes, and then on each pairing, whoever won out went on to the next round. Well, at the end, whoever won the the grand uh, champion event would be reforged into a brand new version of itself, a a Mark II version of itself, if you will. And the one who won out of all of them, there were two that made it to the finals. So it was Cybercon and Terracon. And both of them will be introduced into a brand new Megaton Mashup 2 King of Monster Apocalypse box set. That's going to be an available product because you, the community, said you wanted these two to be on the top. Well, Cyber Kaiju... I'm reading here to make sure I got this right. Uh, One case... Alright, so... I I had it in my mind and I lost track of what I was doing, so apologies. (laughs) I do that a lot. Um... Cybercon was the victor. Okay. Um, Had to read that for a bit there. But yeah, Cybercon won. So he is getting literally recasted in in a brand new form and is going to be released in the box set uh, since he was the victor and he will have new... um, We I assume there's going to be new rules and whatnot with him. I don't... It doesn't state. Is this the guy who won? Uh, Yes. That is Cybercon. Really? That's the one you chose? That that's the one the community chose, and he's a lot chunkier than he was before. Alrighty then. There's some others I think should have done it, but you know, we, they, sh- 
Yeah. We we should actually buy and play this game. We really should. Monster Apocalypse looks like a lot of fun. It's um, we almost did. We were at a store the other day and we were looking at the stuff and we were we were holding it in our hands and and then we bought a bunch of. So, there was a grand total of ten thousand three hundred and ninety nine votes, uh, that went into all this that eventually ended up with him winning. That is that's a quite a few people granted you're going to have a lot of monster apocalypse people that don't know about the event so for that many people to know and actively participate that is that is that is a lot okay apparently i know nothing and need to shut up <laughs> that that that's pretty cool mm-hmm. so um he was Maybe we we're playing the wrong game man he was aptly named the cons before kings uh bracket that's that's the one that he won uh so yeah those of you want to look up um, the roster and how everyone paired up, they still have the uh, tournament log up so that you can see who uh, placed in what area. Um, go to the Privateer Press news and look for the Kings of Monster Apocalypse, um, a crown earned. That will be the, uh, the article you're going to want to look at and uh, kind of check that out. So, yeah, I think at some point we got to play this. I mean, they, they keep saying it's easy to pick up, easy to learn. We heard that from the store the other day that it, it's um, it's easy to get into. Um, and we went to, um, not, not, not our local store, we went to um, a yeah. store that's in a bigger city than ours to look around. Do we want to just drop the name? Yeah, go ahead. Rune and Board. We went to Rune and Board. And uh, met one of those guys there. They also have a podcast, Spellstorm Miniatures. Check it out. They cover a lot of stuff, not just Privateer Press, but a lot of things that, you know, Privateer Press as well, products, and also other products that you may find interesting that you don't know about. So uh, I met, um, oh goodness, I wasn't going to say anything because I forgot his name. I am so sorry. Um, but I messed one of the guys. Yes, Thanks. yes. Badcaster. Bad Badcaster. Bad. Um, yeah, I met one of the uh, guys from the uh, cast there. I, I want to say his name was Chuck. I'm probably wrong. But, yeah, he was a cool guy. I don't know. You know I don't remember names. <laughs> Anyways, yes. Um, moving on. Let's see here. We also have... Um, so, I, I want to touch base on this yet. We're going to come back to this. Let's let's go over your, your bit that you have. There is a brand new... Kickstarter that is out. It's not out yet. Oh, my apologies. A, a Kickstarter has been announced, and the oh hey, this came out on my birthday. Um, the Kickstarter, not not this, the the thing on his computer, not the thing on my phone. So out today on April 9th is the announcement for the Chili Con Carnage Kickstarter coming on April twentieth. This is the uh, boss expansion and heist expansion for Riot Quest. The Winter Wasteland set. This will be the boss. Yes. The Harjif plus uh, Death Check boss expansion. Um, let's see. So it's going to be a co-op boss fight um, with special rules and 12 boss cards found in the expansion. Okay. Um... For one to four players, so you can play it solo if you want. 
Additionally, uh, the Karchev and Deskjack model can be played as a standard member of a player's crew in any game mode of Riot Quest. And the expansion also includes a normal hero stat card and Riot Gear cards for Karchev and Deathjack. Yep, it looks cool. Next, the Heist expansion. A Ooh. brand new way to play. Nice. Um, using your favorite heroes and Riot Gear in an arena maps, but with an entirely, um, entirely new path to victory. In a heist, you won't er be earning scrap or bounty cards until one player has earned seven victory points. In uh, and seven victory points like normal. Instead, you'll have to be stealing treasure chests from around the arena and trying to return them to your home base before the game ends. All while fending off your opponents, the security systems trying to thwart you at every move, and the bots that are on the patrol. Uh, the expansion supports free-for-all play for up to four players in Riot Quest, in addition to three bot models, uh, bot cards, security cards, alarm tokens, and a whole new slew of rules uh, to go with it. And it's got the gunner hero, Princess... What's her name? Uh, Grace... Grace... Gracila. Gra Gracila? The, the hmm. one that looks like either Belle or um, Daisy from... Mario Princess. Yeah. No, Mario, Mario the, the Princess. I'm, I'm leaning more towards Daisy, but I could see Belle. It's, it's the dress and the yeah. hair. Yeah. Looks very, awesome. Very, very cool. Very cool. There is also the bounty expansion. Transform your bounty tokens into real space with these eight beautifully sculpted miniatures. Oh my goodness, there's a cannon and a gremlin. Lock. We need these. But yeah. I, are you going to start playing this game? We need to set aside time each week for different games. Yeah. There's so many. There is. And then there's also new heroes besides, you know, the ones that we've already mentioned. So there's Tubbin, who looks like he's a little butcher, but he's not quite. Uh, and he's got a shield. Uh, gobber. A little gobber. Looks like he's trying to be a dwarf. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I could see a, a, a seer-forged um, dwarf there kind of look. Um, and then they've got that one right there, which is... Um... Dreyfus and Flubbin. Yeah. There's a lot of gobbers. Uh, Mechanolilith. It looks uh... like sort of a Mark II-esque type thing. Or maybe... Is is or is that just a, a re-sculpt? Uh, it's a re-sculpt entirely, I think. So it, it must be a, a new model. Yeah. Okay. And then there's the Living Covenant. Yes. Yes. I, I just want to see him a war machine. I mean, he looks cool here, but... Yeah. And then who's that gobber? Uh, Malvin. Oh, you have Malvin and Mayhem. Now you have just Malvin. Interesting. And then uh, a new widget in Winter Gear. Widget 2. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, so that's the, the, the cool new stuff coming to the... Um, Kickstarter, it starts on April 20th, people. April 20th. Let's see if we can fund this thing faster than we funded uh, Warcaster. <laughs> no, 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 that wasn't Warcaster. That was the um, the, the book. The, the oh, that, that's right. That, that was uh, Iron Kingdoms. My apologies, yes. Wait, we need to keep up so we can get in there before it gets funded. Yeah. So, all right. 
Um, next up in news, this one's a bit of a downer, but I've been anticipating it off and on for quite some time. Uh, honestly, Privateer Press has done a good job for holding out as long as they have. There is, they have announced on April 7th that there is going to be a price increase on select Privateer Press models. The last time they did a price increase was in 2008. And inflation and world affairs and all that has finally caught up with them to the point where they, they admit that they need to increase the price on select models and items. Um, so there's going to be an increase on not just uh, models, but also P3 paints. Uh, they're also going to have, um, let's see here, they said it was going to be P3 paints. Um, Actually, aside from models, that's the only one they say that will be definitely, for sure, uh, affected. Lots of kiddo. They have a PDF here you can download. Uh, if you go to the Privateer Press, announces price adjustments on select products on their news section of their main website. There's a full PDF you can download. And they state that this, is, this impacts less than 10% of their overall product line that's going to be released. And looking at the list here, it looks like a lot, but then you actually have to think about how much Privateer Press actually produces, and it's not actually that many models that are going to be affected. And the price increase overall, um, I haven't looked at a one-to-one -one ratio, but it looks like maybe, you know, a dollar here, two dollars there. Um, Ragman, I'm, he's the only one whose price I know is going to increase, and it looks like he's just going to go up three dollars, which... Honestly, given how things have been going, that's not that bad. So. Are you done? Yeah. So, anyways. Caster. What? I just read. I was looking for more news. And I just read something. And it's going to blow you away. Oh, okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Monster Apocalypse is getting an RPG. What? <laughs> Monster Apocalypse is getting an RPG? The Monster Apocalypse Nom 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 Nomicon. Yeah. Monster Apocalypse Nom Nom Nomicon. Yeah. Oh gosh. Right here. Um, the Monster Apocalypse uh, minigame, the Nom 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 Minicon, will be the first RPG product um, Privateer Press has published outside the award winning Iron Kingdoms setting. The new version of which will be released in PDF form this spring and in print in the fall of 2021. The Monster Apocalypse. The, the, the Nomicon. Yeah, the, the Nom Nom Nomicon. <laughs> the Nomicon will feature rules and stats for dozens of monsters that can be brought into a campaign setting, fantasy, sci fi, modern day, whatever you feel like. And their players may have uh, gotten a little too big for their britches and need to uh, realign their perspective on their own importance in the universe. With such notable characters as the planet-eating Gorhydra and the soul-shredding Cthugrosh, the Monster Nomicon will provide a toolbox of unparalleled Opportunities for mass destruction. Wow. Wow. That is 
this stuff you still think she's tough stuff after something like the planet have you met up. my character yeah okay fair <laughs> enough fair enough raises her shield and is like okay another day in the office yeah <laughs> oh gosh all right um wow mm. that it okay all right so that is a thing that is coming out uh it sounds like it's gonna be coming out very soon and then we'll get a physical copy later this fall then. Did they mention anything about a Kickstarter or anything? No, it didn't say, did it? Hold on. No. I started scrolling. I lost the article. Just, just everybody, hold on. <laughs> oh, there, there it is. Um, no, it doesn't, doesn't say anything about a... Um, no. All right, so it's too early to say yet. So we'll have to keep an eye out for it. Um, the price increase, by the way, just to finish that up, uh, will start in May. We don't know exactly when in May. I'm just going to assume May 1st. Oh, this is the Honestly, wrong article. doesn't say. So, uh, there's that. Oh, here we go. I found it again. Oh, you found uh, it? Yeah. Uh, blah, blah, blah. This is, this is riveting radio. No, that's, that's that one. That's not. Oh, you're right. This is the wrong one. Hate <laughs> me. Um, let's see here. We should be expecting the, uh, the Crucible Guard CID to be releasing sometime this month. I uh, lost it. I completely next lost month. their article. Seriously? It's gone, gone? It's gone. Welcome to the being me. <laughs> Keep doing your thing. All right. So we should be seeing that hopefully at the end, towards the end of this month, if not early next month. Um, they said it would be a couple months out, but sometimes it's three months instead of two, so just keep an eye out for that. Just, this just posted. Um, War Machine and Horde's Virtual Team Championships. Ooh. This this just posted. Oh, yeah. Like, as we were doing this, it posted. So, um, we have the... Here, take, take okay. the phone. So, this is going to be the War Machine and Horde's, Horde's uh, Virtual Team Championship... Uh, the story of the VTC began in April of 2020. Uh, the event cancellations rapidly became widespread, all that sort of stuff. Well, War Machine is a very easy uh, community to keep, you know, to get into things because we're always active. We're always looking for games. Privateer Press is, uh, is going to continue that going by having a second VTC, Virtual Team Championship. And let's see here. I apologize. I'm reading this as I'm going. Um, let's see here. Try you saw find the article, out. right? Where did it go? I, I did not see the article. That was on your phone. I, but I showed it to you and you read it, right? No, I did not. All right. So the VTC is currently expecting 140 players across 28 teams making it, once again, the biggest online War Machine event ever recorded. Plans are being made to deliver a massive amount of content, both streamed and written, around the clock for the community via Knight's Machine, Fish Cord, and various other platforms. So stay tuned to, uh, to War Machine social media for more, uh, including some surprises that they've been keeping close to their chest that they're going to announce during the event. The event is being held between April 17th and April 25th, uh, beginning with a league 
Uh, round, let's see here. Beginning with the league round. Okay, so it'll be a roundtable-style event and moving into a traditional tournament uh, timetable for a big weekend. Uh, the event schedule and lists are available on Night Machine. Uh, and a streaming schedule is coming up soon. Uh, in the meantime, let, um, if you're interested in this, let them know. Find, uh, the article just posted, War Machine Hordes Virtual Team Championship, Privateer Press News, uh, for April 9th of 2021. So it should be the top article if you're reading this the day it comes out. Um, there's information <laughs> there. I don't know. I, I swear that article existed. Wasn't like an April Fool's thing, was it? Oh, it must have been. But why would it still be up today? No. And besides, they've done stuff like that before, so there's no reason why they would tease about that, right? I don't know, but it's we're, gone we're, now. Were, were we... Did we fall for something that we shouldn't have? I think we did. What? I don't know. Okay, well, look... Give me my keyboard. No. All right. R riveting news indeed. Let's see here. Monster Apocalypse. Omnomicon or something like that. It must have been an April Fool's joke because I cannot find it anywhere. Like, I, I had an article on my phone. Can't you just go back to your history? No, because I was looking it up on freaking Twitter. Oh, gosh, Twitter. I yeah. By the way, I apologize, people. I've given up on our Twitter because it's just... Uh, yeah, sorry. Um, it, which I don't think many of you are going to care too much, given only one person was actively following that I could see. Um, however, if you... They're like, hey, we want the Twitter feed on when your stuff's going up. No, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Yeah, it was it was posted on April first. It was posted on April first. <laughs> so we just <laughs> Do we can we delete this? Episode? No, we're leaving it in. It's too oh, late now. You're so evil. So Yeah, yeah, it's an April Fool's joke. Are we sure? Do they I, even state that anywhere? Or I mean, I mean, technically you don't. It's posted on April first. Oh wait a minute! Monster Apocalypse Om Nom Nom Nomicon will be released sometime in 2021 or 2022 or uh, to be determined. It actually says that there. Right there. I didn't see this. <laughs> I didn't see this coming. We should make it happen. People, rise up. Email Privateer Press, Twitter them, whatever, and say, we need the what? monster. What, the, like, 20 monster. people that listen to us? Yes, the 20 <laughs> people listen to us. We will, to combine, we will force Privateer Press to make this product. Oh, my because God. Because it is so awesome. Oh, my God. That was so I good. I mean, think about it. Yeah, I, I, I know I'm taking it serious when it's supposed to be a joke, but seriously, I would like to see that. I would be like, and you're playing Iron Kingdoms or D&D or whatever, and suddenly, Kaiju appears. What do you do? I think D&D &D would probably be a lot more suited to handle that situation oh, than Iron I Kingdoms. Just, I, just, I love this. I love, I, I, I love that they put that out. I love that we fell for it. Yes, I we did. I love that we put it on our podcast. Yep. That's amazing. Yes. Well, this is a keeper. Uh, not that it wouldn't be otherwise. 
Oh, gosh. Um, all right. Do we have any other news to go off of? I don't really have anything to state here. Um, we do have something else we were going to touch on, however. Did we want to do that? Because it's only been, like, 25 minutes. This may be a short episode. I apologize if it is. Um, it's just been a while since... Life has happened, so it's been a while since our last podcast. Yeah. Uh, we were... Um, I'll go ahead and drop it here. We were going to cover the Crucible Guard CID. However, it's been like a whole month since that finished. So, uh, and it... Like, this, that it, the CID could drop tomorrow, for all I know. Uh, so, at this point, I feel it's kind of a moot point. But if, if you guys want me to go over us, my apologies, to go over the last of that... Um, we can do that. That's not a problem. We originally started recording it, but then we had to stop and things happened. So, um, if you guys want us to finish the Crucible Guard CID, we will do so for you. Not a problem. Um, otherwise, there is other people that have covered it. If you want to listen to it through them, that's cool too. Alright. Uh, unless you have anything else, I'm going to go ahead and go into the... Um, where is it? There it is this here all right okay so that will end our new segment unless we find something else over here i apologize in our lore nouns episode uh that we most recently did for scorn there is a couple things that i did not touch on partially because of time constraints partially because i forgot forgot. i did between uh part one and part two i completely forgot about the beasts and the fact that i was going to talk about them and how scorn get their war beasts because it's very different from how the other factions do it and that one guy wanted to talk to you about uh wanted you to talk about what what was it Oh, yes. Um, Supreme Guardians. So we have Ancestral Guardians, which I touched on. And I um, talked about the Immortal Unit as well and the uh, Companions of um, the uh, Brain Fart. The uh, Companions of Exalted. But the Supreme Guardian, that is going to be a... uh, that there is going to almost certainly be a Dominar who was exalted and was put into a Supreme Guardian. They will use an Ancestral Guardian, uh, but they usually like to, you know, the the more well-to-do you were, higher status, higher power, more honorable of an exaltation, would receive a more grand vessel. Now, it doesn't explicitly state anywhere in the source material about who would get into a Supreme Guardian versus an Ancestral Guardian. However, the way that the um, it reads, and the way that uh, the information is laid out, it is an easy assumption, mind you, but an assumption nonetheless that that would be what would happen. A Dominar or a very, a very, very pious Uh, warrior who died would end up likely in a better and more grand vessel so rather than ancestral guardian you may get a situation like hakar the destroyer he's a special case as well Uh, but you may also get the supreme guardians and we do know from the artwork that there are statues 
grander and larger than the Supreme Guardians, albeit only one that I could find, but they exist. So, um, lastly, or not lastly, next is the Churgans. I've talked about them many times. The Churgan caste system uh, is basically the surgeons of uh, Scorn. However, they aren't just the surgeons of the Scorn people. They are surgeons in the broadest sense. They create, they do surgery on both uh, the beasts uh, for medicinal purposes, as well as to intentionally break their will and physically alter their body for war or for a specific task of burden. And that brings me to the last part, which is the whole um, the war beasts of Scorn. Now we do know that the warlocks in the Horde's factions mentally dominate their beasts. However, there's few places where they really go into depth on that, minus a few stories that have occurred, and not really in any case for Scorn. And there's a specific reason for that, it appears, because to make a Scorn war beast, they don't just use the Mortithurgy to mentally dominate the beast. Instead, they prepare the beast for obedience to a specific Scorn warlock. The beast handlers first alter its body and break its spirit. This is where both the pain givers and the churrigans would work together. Uh, with this done, in a combination of pain infliction, stress induction, and surgical modification, uh, that is uh, that then is followed up by the facilitation of a potent drug that keeps the creature. Uh, in a trans-like but aware state uh, during the conditioning. The beast handlers uh, use their knowledge of anatomy uh, in this uh, conditioning process, and the dangerous beasts of the Scorn armies cannot be mastered without it. Uh, this is the method that they have found is the only way to work in order for them to actually um, imprint themselves to the mind of their beast and to be able to dominate it on the battlefield. They go on to state that uh, the prime example of uh, the versatile art, uh, arts of the beast handlers is their success with the huge beast known as titans. Reasonably intelligent for a herd animal, titans are quite docile in the wild, yet... They, possess, uh, they are possessed of physical strength equaled by few living beasts. And girded with thick metal plates and armor with an array of enormous weapons, a titan conditioned for war is a match for anything the Scorn might encounter on the battlefield. The proper affliction of selective pain serves, as, uh, serves to goad them into unrivaled ferocity and has made them a premier war beast of the Scorn Empire. The beast handlers have uh, been able to shape titans into a diverse array of useful war beasts, each employing different techniques and handling procedures in order to uh, help them uh, fulfill their task. And we see that on the tabletop as well, because we have the Titan Sentry, the Titan Gladiator, 
you know, we have the bronze back, which are the, um, they're the leaders of each herd, the, the dominant alpha male, but we also have the cannoneer, which is the female titans that fulfill that role as they're slightly more dexterous than the males, and also a little more tame, thus they remain calm in combat to perform their tasks of arming and firing the cannon. Most impressive uh, achievements of the beast handlers are the uh, the training and securing of the enormous desert hydras and mammoths. These beasts require a commitment in resources and lives. Only the greatest houses can attempt to do this. The opportunity to mold a hydra or mammoth into a weapon for its tyrant is a lifetime goal for most every beast handler. And although many war beasts are taken directly from the wilds, the Scorn also maintain a number of breeding programs, most noticeably for their titans. And establishing these breeding farms is a highly uh, high priority in areas like the Bloodstone Marshes and in the West, where the Scorn military does not have access to traditional resources because they're on campaign. Now, I'm going to stop there for a bit. Uh, we do know that Dominar Sheth, ha his house, has the most prestigious titans in all the land and have the uh, most successful breeding programs. Uh, so, if you wanted thematically to go for a uh, Titan list, Dominar Resheth would be a prominent one to put at the head of that army. Um, lastly, the um, I'm just going to glance over this part here. The anatomical modifications that they go through on the war, Scorn War Beast means that they do not want to con recondition a War Beast for another handler, if they can help it. Uh, it is extremely dangerous, and it comes with a high risk of that uh, beast of war perishing in the process, or just becoming brain dead and uh, becoming a vegetable or something like that. So that's basically what I have to state on that. There's not really a whole lot else uh, to say other than like any war beast in the Iron Kingdoms, the longer it is with the same handler, whether that be for a, uh, a light warjack and war machine or a uh, troll under a Trollkin uh, warlock, the longer it stays with their handler, the more they start forming little quirks and uh, different things. And thus, that's how the bonds are formed, where instead of just being a beast uh, goaded around, it actually starts feel, um, feeling familiar or even um, forming a family-like bond with its handler. Aww. So, meh. Don't look at me like that. That's what I have on the <laughs> Scorn Beasts. Oh, I feel stupid. What? Okay. I fell for an April Fool's joke. <laughs> you still okay? All right. Um, I mean, it might not be, but it probably is. It totally is. 
It might not be. They took it down. Oh, they took it down? That's what happened? That's why you can't find it on That's there. why you can't. Ah, that's They were probably modifying it as we were going through the website. And that's why we can't find it now. Can, can we not? Huh? Okay, never mind. No, we're, we are leaving that in there. <laughs> that is awesome. I'm amused. <gasps> All right. We um, got a bunch of Riot Quest models. We do have a whole bunch of my Riot Quest models, and not only are they just Riot Quest models, but they're the limited variants of many of these item uh, models. Which 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 ones did we get? Love? So we got um, her scythe, the variant pose. The Meccano Shredder with a variant pose. I'm not sure how varied that could be. Um, we also got Harlow Holdenheim. And lastly, Des and Gubbin. But that, you know, that's, that's not a variant pose. Yeah, no, Des and Gubbin is not a variant pose. I don't know if they come with a variant pose. We have all this Riot Quest stuff. We need to actually play Riot Quest. Well, pose. perhaps this evening we shall. Who knows? We shall see. Yeah. Anyways, um, that's... There goes my phone. Basically all we have for this time, don't we? So, I mean, what, what are our plans? I mean, play a game, do a battle report? Yeah, we could play a game, do a battle report. Mm. I did play some games recently, but I'm not going to post them here. Um, perhaps at another time. Drink my tea. Hey, I'm drinking my tea. Yep. You got a little different one this time. It's, it's, it's my normal tea blended with another tea. Yes. And uh, from our tea company, I also got some strawberry and guava in lemongrass. And that is actually really, really good. Guava. 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 It's actually, the, the fruit is dried. Not freeze-dried, just dried and put in there. So, like, you get lots of flavor out of it. It's hmm. amazing. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. What so, is this, becoming a tea cast? I don't know. We like our tea. We like talking about tea. Yeah. One of these times we'll be drinking beer and talk about the beer. Who knows? You can drink beer all you want. I'm going to stick to tea. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess that will pretty much do it for today's cast. I'm getting a new computer. Yay. I don't know. And then we'll start actually thinking about replacing these chairs. <laughs> no. We know you hate them. <laughs> We're not keeping them intentionally, I swear. <laughs> We, uh, I don't like the squeak either. Um, so we will make plans and we'll get back to you. Yes, I don't know what the next cast is going to be, but we shall enjoy it when it happens. Okay, bye, see y'all later. Thank you for listening to this episode of War Nouns. If you'd like to contact us, I put our Gmail and Twitter info in the show notes. You can also find there a list of all relevant resources or shoutouts we mention or use for today's cast. There will also be a link to our Ko-fi if you feel so inclined to make a donation to our caffeine habits. And lastly, if you want to learn more about our intro or outro music, you can find a link to Prodless on Bandcamp.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.